welcome to 2022 and what an exciting upcoming year I have planned for us. Thanks for joining me and listening to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Octave, the Integrative Clinician. This year, the focus is going to be on Octave's method. I will discuss seven strategies to heal thy mind and how you can develop, implement, and strategize a plan to bring you towards wellness, happiness, and success. The Octaves Method is a simple way to talk about an integrative plan using my last name. There are seven strategies. One, O is for observation. This will address one's spiritual health. Two, C is for compassion, to manage one's ego health. Three, T is for therapy, to address mental and emotional health. Four, A is for animals, to address playful, childlike behaviors, and also considering animals and pets to support this process. Five, V is for victuals, one's nutritional health. Six, E is for exercise, one's physical health. And seven, S is for socialize, relational health, primarily focusing on yourself and less with others. As you listen over the following months, you will learn how symptoms associated with anxiety, depression, trauma, ADHD, and even autism can be managed in an integrative fashion. You have many options in how you choose to listen. You may decide to get a pen and a pencil and take some notes. You may choose to listen while engaged in another activity like walking, cleaning the house, maybe even driving, but be mindful of safety, especially during our meditation episodes. You may also choose to listen to episodes in part or binge watch them on a particular day. You have options and however you choose, thanks for your support. So let's get started. psychological, mental health, or legal advice. Although I am a licensed professional, this is intended for information only and not as a formal treatment. By listening, you are agreeing to these terms. You should seek a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness, happiness, and success. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. Welcome, welcome. It is March of 2022 and I am excited. We are heading, at least in Southern California, into spring. It is beautiful. Um, And I get to talk about something I really enjoy. 
One of my favorites with the Octaves method is V for Victos. I love opportunities when I get to talk about nutrition and detoxifying foods for the mind, body, and spirit. You know, there is less talk about this stuff in my field, especially in terms of nutrition. I have some ideas and I suspect some reasons why. Um, and you know, maybe one of the main reasons is because of the resistance in my profession. This may require mental health professionals to make some changes in their own food choices. Hmm, I don't know. Mental health professionals, you know, will have to want to be healthier. Here's what I mean. I know doctors that treat heart disease and cancer and they smoke cigarettes. There are even those doctors who treat obes obesity and <laughs> they may struggle with weight themselves. I know doctors who say one thing, but they are doing something different in their lives. Therefore, mental health professionals who treat mental illness, depression, anxiety, and even personality challenges struggle with this. They, sh they have their own issues and sometimes they don't get the professional help they need. I say this not as a blame or to be critical that's just not who I am. I mention this because we need to understand more about what is going on and do less judging and criticizing of others. You know, I, I too fall under this category. I say to myself sometimes, you know, I am perfect just the way I am. And being perfect for me is finding balance. So, not 100% vegan. I'm not even 100% eating raw vegetables all the time. I am working on balance without having, without having to put all of these labels on myself. Yet, in the same breath, labels are used to cluster people together. And as a place, it, is, it communicates a certain experience, a certain common shared experience. So, I may indulge in a vegetarian pizza with cheese. I know that if this is the case, I will need to do more and add more detoxifying foods like herbs to help the body process. I may order something like french fries, maybe at McDonald's, and I know that it is cooked in the worst form of oil and that they use animal fat. So. I may need to balance it with other foods that help break down these ingredients in my body. It's about balance, balance, balance. I usually stop eating for a day or two if I go this route. And that's kind of how I keep the mind, body, and spirit balanced. I wouldn't say that I would eat meat though, but this is a personal choice. But if it gets into my diet because of a social or environmental situations, I'm definitely not gonna drive myself crazy. When I was sitting with some indigenous families in Australia, they offered me kangaroo stew. I tried it for the experience and out of respect for the families and their culture. I also follow this with a detox blend of seeds and herbs, usually which I keep accessible to me. It's in my purse. I find balance 
And this is what I am suggesting for you in terms of learning about the connection food has with mental health. If you wake up in the morning, you need a cup of coffee. You may choose to add sugar and creamer. If you notice your anxiety, yep, that anxiety going up, there are some irritations in the mind, uncontrollable thoughts. Your body may have the jitters or a temporary boost of energy followed by fatigue. You may need to find some balance with that coffee. Now, I would not encourage anyone to do one or two or three or four cups of coffee unless it was like an occasional thing. Coffee is a stimulant. Sugar provides a false sense of energy and it is followed by a drop in blood sugar, contributing to fatigue. So if you have your coffee, maybe one cup a day, preferably in the morning, no white sugar. You can also consider some alternatives, maybe something natural, less toxic, with a little bit of sweetness. After you do that, then give yourself some protein, maybe a hard boiled egg for some. Others, it may be hummus and pita, spinach salad and hemp seeds, or avocado with a dash of black salt. The protein in these items will help balance the caffeine and your blood sugar. After some time, start to slowly move away from the coffee and maybe try something else like wheatgrass with glutathione. This gives you so much energy. This is one of my morning routines and I can do strenuous activities in the morning. And this is kind of what I have for my breakfast. Too many stimulants in the body can cause it to be overloaded, resulting in agitations in the mind, body, and spirit. So what I will suggest now is maybe not based a lot on research, but I feel comfortable I'm able to justify it because I've asked questions and had conversations with many mothers who have children with symptoms similar to attention and hyperactivity. Parents who drank coffee and caffeine sodas during the pregnancy daily reported these symptoms in their children. This led me to think, this led me to think more deeply about the impact coffee and some other stimulants has on the infant's developing brain. Let's transition a bit and talk about other options that support mental wellness. So, my morning routine for energy and preparing the mind, body, and spirit for the day is a glass of warm water with a little bit of lemon. Warm herbal tea, but nothing else added, or wheatgrass and glutathione. So you have to ask yourself, if you are moving towards mental illness that can result from you being out of balance due to these maybe excessive stimulants, because the body needs to digest it and that's where the energy is being directed. You, are, you can also ask yourself, are you moving towards mental wellness? 
Are you finding balance with these agitations? Are they under control? Coffee, mm, it's not the only substance that causes agitation. There are food items that we even prepare for breakfast. It is incredible that schools and families give children breakfast items that are so toxic to the young body that it intensifies the symptoms and increases it in terms of intensity and frequency. More children are being diagnosed with autism, ADHD, oppositional defiant disorder, conduct disorder, and even bipolar disorder. And we're not looking at our child's morning routines. Let's say, for example, let's say the parent offers a child a Pop-Tart or stops at McDonald's and gets pancakes, sausage, and hash browns. These foods you know, are somewhat similar to what is provided to children while at school for breakfast. You know, there's a relationship. These foods are toxic. These foods are toxic to the mind, body, and spirit. They are filled with toxins, pesticides, stimulants, sugars, oh my goodness, and salts. The body can't process all this work. And not even we're not even considering if the kids have food delayed reactions. No wonder why children are struggling in school. I have sat in on hundreds of IEP, which is your independent educational plan, IEP meetings, and I asked the question about nutrition. Eh, it's dismissed when I ask it and often forgotten, but definitely not written down on any of the treatment goals for the school to help support the child while they're in a learning environment. Schools will not change their breakfast items until the law forces them to. Thanks to Michelle Obama, she at least pushed for more vegetables and fruit options for lunches and snacks before it wasn't even available, a kid couldn't find a salad. This was only addressed because of the rising political concern of obesity, but it, it can't stop here. There is a bigger danger on the rise for young people. And as a society, we must ask, are we moving our kids towards mental illness? Hmm, I think that's what McDonald's does. And should we be moving the kids towards mental wellness? Hmm, maybe that's what an avocado can do. I suggest another consideration, something I have found on my journey. Breakfast is about breaking a fast. If you have ever fasted for some time, you know the body needs foods that will wake up the digestion, not send it into overload, a friend told me she wakes up, goes into her garden, picks her breakfast directly from the garden. Whoa, wouldn't that be beautiful? If kids woke up in the morning, grabbed a handful of spinach filled with protein or thyme. 
because of the natural lithium compounds in thyme. Yes, lithium. Uh-oh. Not the toxic lithium used in extremely high doses made by the pharmaceutical industries to treat bipolar disorder, but the beneficial aspects of lithium, a mineral from the earth that soothes and calms the mind. You're giving your kid a good, healthy head start in the morning by doing this. Let's get the kids involved and learn maybe to make fruit roll-ups. Purchase an organic watermelon and blend it to water consistency. You can add a little bit of black salt and a little bit of lemon. Get your dehydrator sheets out and pour the liquid on the sheet. Dehydrate for a few hours, maybe at about 105 degrees. Flip it and dehydrate more until it maintains a shape. Roll them up, place them in a BFA-free container. Then you got your healthy breakfast item for your kids. You can blend all kinds of fruits and you can try fruits alone. Make it fun, make it easy and get the little kiddos involved. For adults, try half an avocado and one tomato. You can even dehydrate the tomato the day before for a different taste and it also releases some of the nutritional potential. Cut it up, put it in a bowl, top it with some black salt, squeeze a little bit of lemon and add some fresh herbs and cumin seeds. Now, you got a breakfast item satisfying all six tastes and your gut, mm-hmm, it is gonna be happy. It is also alkalizing. And keep in mind to get organic. You don't want to create this beautiful, nutritious breakfast and then fill it with pesticides. Oh no, make for sure it is organic. I have saved the best for last and it is simple. When you are anxious and you know that you may be going into an anxious situation, It may be work that causes your anxiety. It may be traffic, which used to be my issue in the past. It may be life in general or the need to remain calm during intense situations. Prepare, 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 and prepare more. Try lemon balm. You can start to grow it in the home. Oh, it has a beautiful scent. You can grow it indoors or outdoors. You can purchase it at the health store in a tincture to ingest, smell, or as a rubbing agent. You can get it as an aroma, a candle, incense, or oil for the diffuser. You can also get it in a pill form if that meets your need. You can add it to water, tea, or food. I use it as a seasoning. I grow it in my backyard, wash it, dehydrate it, crush it, and then put it in an herb container. I add it to my meals weekly to help maintain my balance. Lemon balm is something simple. I love it and you will enjoy it too. V is for Victo and it is about balance and finding ways to heal the body, mind, and spirit with no let me say this again, with no side effects. 
foods can cause illness, maybe not immediately, and for some time, it is hard to see the direct correlation because there may be some resistance in your mind involved that doesn't want you to believe the connection. Food can move you towards wellness now and in the future. When you are ready to move towards wellness as a part of the Octaves method, I encourage you to consult with an organic nutritionist or someone specializing in healing the mind, body, and spirit through natural and integrative means. Thank you for listening to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Octave. I am a licensed clinical social worker in California and Nevada. Please share this podcast with others. Like if there's a button to do so and subscribe to my channel. This lets me know the work is valuable and I will continue to share simple techniques to move you towards wellness, happiness, and success. I will end by saying, in order to successfully complete the journey of life, everyone needs to evolve spiritually. Ancient Kemetic Proverb.